Welcome to Top Stories, the show in which we, at The Bugle, look into our own archives. I am Andy Zaltzman. Now, in Bugle issue 4012, back in January 2017, Donald Trump was president-elect. Anuvab Pal kicked off The Bugle with some questions about the way the US was run. Why he asked me is anyone's guess. Here we are in an episode entitled Bashfulness and Shame. Andy... As a top story this week, I, I have a question, really, a conundrum. Um, I don't know much about the developed world. I'm learning more about America every single day. And I don't know if you've heard, but... Uh, <laughs> That's a bad idea. Yeah, it's not a good thing, Andy. It's not a good thing. But now, the way information travels, Andy, I can't help it. I do just receive information, even when you don't want it. Um, you know, I, I just found out... For example, that my old school teacher was caught for tax fraud. This is not information I need, but I get it on Facebook. This is not stuff that... Anyway, so America, right? Um, Donald Trump, president-elect, Andy, has not given a press conference since July, presumably because in the last press conference, it almost ended up like a brawl. (laughs) A public brawl, um, not not any different from way, not any different from the way sort of our ATM bank lines looked in India in November. <laughs> so that's what happened at his last one. He hasn't done one since July, but I suppose he's president-elect, so he feels like he needs to do one, and he'll have to do many more as president. So he's prepping, and he comes out, and it seemed to me and my my uh, hold of the english language it being my third language is not so strong but it seemed to me andy that the main reason why the leader of the free world had a press conference was to deny that he may have been in an environment where some sort of urination was involved whether <laughs> on him or whether he was supervising now as a student of history andy that you are i want to know <laughs> Is this regular practice? Do uh, world leaders in the first world often have to do press conferences to deny that they were in a urination situation? <laughs> well, I think, isn't that why Neville Chamberlain had to quit as Prime Minister? <laughs> and uh, it was, I mean, they used to use the war as a smokescreen. Appissment. <laughs> Boom. Thank you, Chris. Okay. Fa- family show, mate. Raise the bar. Sorry. Um, <laughs> Uh, well, Catherine the Great, the uh, Russian uh, Russian Empress, she uh, there were various allegations that went into horse use um, that were n- never never fully proven. Um, I mean, Trump is in a you know, an honourable tradition. We look back to Roman times. I mean, this would have been considered you know barely even breakfast behaviour to have <laughs> prosti- alleged prostitutes allegedly urinating on an alleged bed. Uh, so. I mean, it's, it's pretty small fry, really. I mean, also, you know, in, in here in Britain, Anuvab, our dear departed Prime Minister David Cameron, uh, he may or may not have put his membrum into the uh, dead mouth of a dead former farm animal. So, you know, if that if that what if that helps, to be honest, the way Trump campaigned, I don't know why he's denied this, even if it isn't true, which presumably, it, I mean, it probably isn't true. I mean, I know No Smoke Without Fire is basically legally binding in the mod- modern media, but I think if it isn't true, that, I mean, that would surely disappoint his core voters, because that is exactly the kind of thing you would have expected Donald Trump 
to do. And I think his supporters would have thought if he had the opportunity to hire out a hotel room used by the Obamas, and he did not take the opportunity both to hire that room out and to hire a group of prostitutes to urinate on the bed, they will think he has somehow betrayed them, I think. That is, that'd be the kind of behaviour... I mean, I think ideally what they would have wanted is for him to do it whilst the Obamas were still in the bed. But, I mean, that, maybe that is too much to ask logistically. But surely this is... He, he, I'm surprised he did not own up whether or not it actually happened because that surely would consolidate his supporter base. Absolutely, Andy. Absolutely. I think, I think you've, you've raised some great points here. I mean, look, he's a deal maker. It's something he does. A hotel room can't just be a place for sleeping. Why can't it also <laughs> be a place for uh, various Russian-based prostitutes to also use it as a lavatory? No, I think I think it's a it's a fair point. Well, in in some ways, also Anavab. I mean, this is uh, in many ways probably the most feminist thing Trump has ever done. Um, I mean, if it, if it if he did actually do it, because there's always complaints that. Uh, the toilet facilities for women at uh, public buildings, stadiums, theatres, the works are inadequate. Women always have to queue for far longer than men. Trump surely was you know, laying down a marker for feminism to say, no, you deserve greater equality and I will let, I will let you use my personal bed as a, a public facility. But, I mean, that is, I think in many ways he's... Very much the new Mrs. Pankhurst. <laughs> <laughs> and Andy, what do you what do you think of his denial at the press conference when this topic was alluded to? When he said, "I wouldn't do that. I'm a germophobe." Um, <laughs> what What's your view of that, Andy? I mean, he's 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 in a way making his case, like as any leader of the free world would do. Um, which begs, which sort of raises another question. You know, a lot of people have been asking uh, on the podcast about the post-truth world. I know you've discussed the post-truth world. But in the post-truth world, are there some instances, Andy, of too much truth? <laughs> um, do we really need to know that the president-elect would not engage in supervising uh, urination from a, a group of well-known harlots because he... <laughs> He's a germaphobe. Is that something we need to know? Um, it goes back to something that happened in India. Uh, we had the rise of a political party that campaigned on anti-corruption. And its leader was a gentleman called Arvind Kejriwal, who's currently the chief minister of Delhi. And the first day he assumed office, you know, big public support against corruption, all that. First day he assumed office, he went, uh, he couldn't go to office. And then he gave a brief press conference saying he can't go to office because he has, as you would call it in Britain, the runs. Or as we would call it in India, loose motions. And, and I don't know which is a better term to describe going to the toilet regularly. But he had the runs, he had loose motions, and he had a press conference and he said, ladies and gentlemen, I'm sorry, you've elected me unanimously in, the, in millions for this anti-corruption uh, platform. I want to go to office, but I've been shitting all day and <laughs> I, I have the runs. And then he asked the press, do you want to know more? And it's the only time in the history of India where everyone united and said no. <laughs> 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 and my question here, Andy, is because there is a question. I'm building up to a question. I'm Indian, so okay, I have to good. go at it in a roundabout way. But there is a question. Here. And the question is, do we need to know this much truth in the post-truth world, Andy? <laughs> I would say, I would say no. Um, <laughs> I would say no simply because um, 
Well, I think, I mean, there's, I think fake news is in a lot of ways preferable to real news. I mean, real news really, really upsets people. A lot of it is quite depressing, at least with fake news. You know, you know it's fake. So, correct. Yeah, I mean, it's, oh, and also when it comes to Trump, it, it doesn't really matter. There is no fake news you could possibly make up that would make him any less appropriate to be president of the United States <laughs> than all the actual stuff that's out there. I mean, I've, I mean, here is some more fake news on Trump, none of which is true, which uh, I've just got from uh, just inside my own head. Uh, <laughs> Trump uh, secretly, this was about three years ago, he hired a mad scientist. He brought Mary Todd Lincoln, the widow of Abraham Lincoln, back to life, got her absolutely drunk off her dead tits on absinthe, took her down to the Lincoln Memorial in Washington, D.C., and made her perform a lurid sex act on the big marble statue of Abraham Lincoln, <laughs> and then sold her to a Chinese collector who collects uh, ex-president's wives. Trump also hired 50 prostitutes to reenact the World Series of 1932, and then didn't, didn't pay them because they got the score wrong. Trump secretly sneaks into zoos at nights and makes zookeepers feed Viagra to all the animals, then watches them hump whilst rubbing himself in the crotch. He, Donald Trump, do you know this? This, this, this is, this is true. This is, this is not true, but it is true. I've just, I've just heard this from an unreliable source myself. He keeps a ferret in his underpants called Petula, and when it nibbles his testiculati, it makes him sniff. That we've seen that all the way through the camp. That's it. He's a, it's a hungry ferret, and he likes a snack. Donald Trump has a tattoo of his own face on his own peneid. And when his membrum trumpiculum tumesces at the thought of a grabbable feminine virginietta or other such source of trumpic erotic hawugafaction, the eyebrows on the tattooed Trump go up. I mean, but does, none of that clearly is true. Well, even if it was true, it would not make him a single fraction of a percent less suitable to be president than he already is. That's up. That's absolutely true. In fact, like you said, his voter base would be disappointed if some of these things are not true. And it's sort of tragic that we live in a world where, as you're describing these things, however exaggerated and fantastic, there are probably listeners of this podcast googling these things right now <laughs> to see whether they may or may not have happened. Put them on Trump's Wikipedia page. No smoke without fire. <laughs> That was another top story. Thank you for listening. The Bugle podcast is alive because of your recurring or one-off donations. Help fund both the show, its stable of fellow shows, and my cricket memorabilia fetish at thebuglepodcast.com. I just call it as it is. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, it's producer Chris from The Bugle here. Did you know that I have a new series of my podcast, Richie Firth Travel Hacker, out now? It's the show where Richie Firth and I talk about how to make travel better in our very special way. In this series, we discuss line bikes, Teslas, the London Overground, and a whole bunch of other random stuff that possibly involves wheels or tracks or engines of some variety. 
God, what a hot sell this is. I mean, you 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 must be so excited. Listen now.